Losing a child comes with so many challenges. Some you can foresee that you'll have to go through and others kind of come as a surprise. My inability to go to sleep after we lost Sam for me was a surprise. I've usually never had any problems going to sleep, but after we lost Sam, I just could not shut my mind off enough to go to sleep. And that's a common problem that I hear from other mamas who've lost their child. It's just so hard to go to sleep, especially in those early days, weeks, and months after losing your child. So today I wanted to bring you five tips to help you fall asleep after experiencing child loss. Two of these tips are ones that I did personally. And then I have three additional tips that I think would be beneficial and helpful to y'all that I wanted to bring you to. I pray this episode blesses you. Welcome to Unlocking Joy After Grief. My name's Courtney, wife, mama of six kiddos, one in heaven waiting for us. And that's why I'm here. In 2017, we lost our four-year-old son, Sam. And it's my joy to share with you everything this journey has taught me. So if you're ready for biblical encouragement, first-hand lessons, and support from a fellow grieving mama, then let's lace up our shoes and begin walking this road together. So before we get into today's episode, I'm so excited to share with y'all something that I was blessed to be asked to be a part of. As you know, the holidays are so hard after you lose a child or really face any loss especially in those that first year or two of your grief journey. And that's where the Holiday Grief Relief Summit comes in. This is a free one-day online gathering to help Christian women navigate the grief journey through the holidays. It's a place for you to connect with other women who have gone through many kinds of losses. It's not just child loss that's represented there. It's loss of any kind, spouse, parent, friend, and then yes, child loss too. So if you're kind of wondering how you're going to make it through the next few months, I want to invite you to come. It's completely free. It's on November 13th at 12 p.m. Eastern, and it's all online. There's going to be so many amazing speakers and talks there. Um, I am giving a presentation on how to survive the holiday season after child loss. And so if that's something that you would be interested in hearing, along with all the other great speakers that will be there, I encourage you to register and come join us. It'll be a time of encouragement for you, um, a time of hope that you can make it through this holiday season. I will leave the link to register for this free event in the show notes. Okay, so before I get into the meat of this episode, I wanted to apologize for my voice. I am getting over strep and a cold on top of strep. So it has been a week, let me tell you. So if my voice sounds a little congested or scratchy, that is why, but we are powering through And I'm excited to bring you the tips that I have to kind of help you get back to sleep again. 
So to start with, I want to talk to you about the importance of sleep. So we all know that sleep is very important, but I kind of want to focus in on the importance of sleep while you're grieving, while you're walking through all these emotions that come with the grief journey. The University of Bern did a study on the importance of sleep when it comes to your emotions, and they found that the brain can process your emotions during the dream sleep. And the dream sleep happens during REM, R-E-M, REM, which is the last stage of sleep that you go through. So there's five stages of sleep and REM is the very last stage that you go through. It's that deep sleep. And so they found that during that deep sleep, the brain can process all the emotions that you have going on in your mind. And they do, and the brain does that by consolidating the positive emotions and dampening the negative emotions. But here's the problem. Grieving makes sleeping hard, but you need sleep to recover from grieving. (laughs) So it sounds like a lose-lose situation. I can't get, I need to sleep to help me process the emotions that I have going on in my mind, but I can't get to sleep. So that's what this episode is hopefully going to help you do is to walk away with some tips, some things that you can do to help you get to sleep and stay asleep so that your body can do what it needs to do to begin the healing process of your mind and other things because I believe grief affects our whole body and I know sleep is very important for just the function of our body in general. So these first two steps are things that I personally did during um, those first few months after losing Sam that really helped me. I had a really hard time going to sleep. During the day, uh, I was able to distract myself enough to where I could function. I could go through the day. But when I lay down at night, I didn't have any distractions. And so my mind was able to just sit and think about the trauma that I went through the night we lost Sam and then him not being here. And I could not shut my mind off enough to be able to go to sleep. And so I would lay there and just stare at the ceiling, stare at the walls. I would cry. It was just, it was awful. I could not go to sleep. And I know you understand that. I know that you are probably having it you know, dealing with something very similar when you lay down to go to sleep at night. So the first thing I did was I diffused lavender essential oil. I put it on my nightstand right beside my bed and I turned it on so I could smell that lavender and start kind of um, benefiting from the calming benefits of the lavender I talked a little bit about this in episode 14, where I talked about resting after the battle, and I'll be sure and link that in the show notes as well. But you want to find some essential oils that have calming effects. So like I said, lavender is what I personally used. And bonus is that it's not expensive at all. Um, I actually use plant therapy. I have a link that gets you 15% off your first order. I'll link that in the show notes as well, but it's a super inexpensive oil and it really helped, I believe, just kind of calm my mind down enough to where 
I could start drifting off to sleep. But it, I had to pair it with the next step too. So um, stay tuned for that step. But I do believe that it did help. And um, I will link the diffuser that I used. I just got a cheap one off Amazon. Um, and the oils that I use from Plant Therapy are very um, good quality at a very inexpensive price. So it's the best that I've found for the price that it is. And so I highly recommend looking into plant therapy if that's, um, if essential oils is kind of something you've been wanting to, to kind of look into for your own grief journey. Uh, they are a very good company. And so the next thing that I kind of paired with diffusing the lavender is I listen to music. Um, I had some earbuds and so I put that in because I found that when I laid there and it was quiet, my mind would just race. And so I, I, I hated the silence, which I do sleep with like a box fan. So it wasn't like silent, silent, but it was silent in my brain. You know, I didn't have any distractions in my brain. And so I actually found that turning music on really helped my mind to not think about Sam not being here and everything that we went through that night because that was always what my mind went to it like replayed that night over and over and it was very traumatic I personally listened to a song um, by Jason Upton called Fly and um, I can link that in the show notes as well I do want to say you need to make sure that it's uh, either worship music or instrumentals that are uh, Christian because we want to make sure that we're filling our mind with music that was made to honor God because that's the piece that we want. Um, a lot of times if you're looking for like instrumentals, you'll find someone like meditative and it's, but it's not meditating on God. It's, you know, the world's version of it. And we just want to be really careful because the peace that comes from the world isn't going to last. It's not the peace that we want. We want everlasting peace. And we only find that from God. So the music that you want filling in your mind, because if you think that's going to be playing in your mind, even while you're sleeping. So we want to make sure that it's worship music or from an artist that you know is a Christian that made that music to honor God, because that's where that peace will come as we listen to that music, because music is very powerful. Um, You could do some... uh like the song that I used had words, but you could use, you could listen to instrumental uh, worship music. You could use music that had words, but that maybe you don't know the words to, so you're not sitting there singing it <laughs> as you're trying to go to sleep. Because what our goal is, is we want to distract our mind enough to be able to go to sleep. So if you do a song that you know, it might dis- might keep you up enough because you're singing the words to it. So that's where instrumental would be really good. Um, I found some as I was uh, researching for this episode. I was looking up some on YouTube. Um, There's one that it was four hours of instrumental worship music. And in the background is the sound of rain. So that one was like amazing. I was like calming down just as I was listening to it. It was just very peaceful. Um, So I'll link a few of them that I found um, on YouTube. Now, if you listen to it on YouTube, um, there will be ads. 
So nothing will pull you out of your sleep more than uh, an ad playing in the middle of the song. So I actually have YouTube Premium, so I don't have ads. Um, If you don't have YouTube Premium, um, you could purchase a song to where um, it will play without ads. Or if you have another streaming platform like Spotify or Amazon Prime Music, maybe you could find something similar on there. Um, just so you don't aren't disturbed, like woken up in your sleep by an ad being played. And I would actually find that I would lay down and I would turn on my oils to be diffused, the lavenders. And then I put my earbuds in and turn on my song and I would just lay there. And next thing I knew, it was like the middle of the night and I kind of woke up and my earbuds had like fallen out, but I had fallen asleep. And I know that those two things really played a part in helping my mind to be able to not think of my loss and my grief enough to go to sleep. And so I wanted to bring you a few more ideas. These I didn't use personally, but I think that they'll be beneficial to you in um, helping you find your thing to help you go to sleep. So the next tip I have is to exercise. According to the Sleep Foundation, sleep and exercise have a what they call a bi-directional relationship. So when you exercise, it helps you sleep better. Getting an adequate amount of sleep gives you more energy to exercise. So it's kind of like a cycle that they benefit and feed off of each other. And also exercise can reduce the time it takes to fall asleep, which is what we want, right? We don't want to just lay in bed. And so exercise can decrease the amount of time you lay awake in bed during the night. So what are some things you can do? My favorite is to get outside and just walk. Nothing crazy. We're not running. We're not training for a marathon. Just getting outside and walking. And I believe that is kind of, a twofold exercise because number one, it's exercise. It's getting your heart rate up. You know, it's um, benefiting your sleep, but then it's also getting you outside in God's creation. I feel the closest to Sam when I'm outside. And I know it's because that's what God created. And because that's where Sam is with God being in his creation, something that he created with his hands Makes me feel so close to Sam. So I love being outside. Another thing you could do is do some exercise uh, videos on YouTube. Um, They actually have some that are ones that you can do before bed. Some stretches to kind of help you relax. Um, And again, I found a few as I was uh, searching. And I'll link those in the show notes as well. Um, You just want to make sure that you exercise like one to two hours before going to bed because what that does is exercise brings those endorphins in your brain but then you want them to go down before you go to sleep so you know a couple hours before you go to bed you could do these stretches to kind of help relax your body and mind so the next tip I have for you is to journal because a lot of the times what keeps us up are our thoughts in our mind and so getting the thoughts out of our head onto paper before you go to sleep could help clear your mind of what's filling it. 
And this could be super simple. Like, we don't have to make this complicated. Just like grab a spare notebook that you have laying around, a piece of printer paper. You could even use the back of an envelope if you don't have anything. Uh, it doesn't have to be fancy. Um, you, now, you could, but if this is really something that you find brings healing to your heart and your mind, and it brings you joy to have those nice, fancy journaling supplies, then do it. Uh, I'm all about finding the things that make you happy and doing it because there's not many things after child loss that bring joy, but there are those things that you can find, those little nuggets, and so I want you to hold on to it. And so if this is something that you find you really enjoy, then go all out, buy all the things off Amazon to help this journaling process. But if just to get started, just grab you a piece of paper and a pen and just start writing. And so what are the things that you could write down? Number one, just brain dump everything that's in your head. Just start writing. And I believe as you start writing that it'll just kind of flow out. And I remember one time I even wrote like the very first thing that I write, because it was there was a blog and I just didn't even know what to write. So I wrote, I don't know what to write. And then I kept writing and it came out. But like literally just just start writing and dump everything that's in your brain out onto the paper. You could also journal through specific like grief related questions to kind of help you process your emotions. Um, I found a blog post that had 50 grief journal prompts that I'll link for you in the show notes. So you could um, go through those questions, just kind of pick one and write, write your uh, thoughts out on that specific question. Uh, you could journal through a scripture. Um, Psalm 4.8 is a great one that you could journal through and even repeat every time you find it hard to go to sleep. And Psalm 4.8 says, In peace I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. So that's a good promise that we can cling to that say, God, I'm going to lie down and sleep in peace. I also have my scripture calendar. Uh, the, it's a free resource that I have for you. It's always linked in the show notes. I also have my Lifesaver verse uh, download. And that's again, is linked in the show notes as well. So you could pick a verse out of um, one of those free resources. And actually my... 31 day scripture calendar comes with journaling pages. So you could just print one of those off and journal through one of the scriptures. And that will just help bring that peace that we're searching for because God is the source of our peace and his word is truth. And so by filling our mind with his truth, I believe we'll bring the peace that we're looking for. Uh, another thing you could journal through are what happened to you that day. Um, how did you feel? Were, were there hard moments in that day? Were there good moments? You know, just kind of journal through um, the events of the day, the emotions you felt, and maybe that will help process those things that happened that day to help get that out of your mind as well. And with the ultimate goal of getting it all of our mind so our mind can be at peace and go to sleep. So the last tip that I have is kind of ties all of these steps together and it's to create a bedtime routine. 
uh, a routine that we do at night before we go to bed, it like tells your brain it's time to go to bed. You know, we hear about the importance of a newborn or a, a baby or a toddler having that nighttime routine, the things that you do each night that kind of tells them, okay, it's time for bed. And at the end of the routine, we're going to lay down and go to sleep. And that's true for us too, as adults. That's not just for babies. So if you create a routine that you do each night, routinely every night, that will signal to your brain that, okay, okay, we're going through this process. That means it's time for bed. So some things that you could include in your bedtime routine put away electronics, um, like at least 30 to 45 minutes before you go to sleep. Uh, the sleep foundation actually found that electronics, you know, they emit a strong blue light and blue light floods your brain, tricking it into thinking that it's daytime. And as a result, your brain suppresses the melatonin and tries to stay awake because it's, you're kind of, it's tricked. Like, it's like, is it daytime? Is it nighttime? I thought it was nighttime, but this blue light that's coming into my, uh, into your eyes makes your brain thinks it's daytime. And so it suppresses that melatonin, which is what we need to go to sleep. Blue light also delays REM sleep. And as we learned before, REM sleep is the stage of sleep that we need to get to, to help our brain process the positive and negative emotions. So turn that phone off, turn the screens off, turn the TV off, and do some of these things instead. So we could do some light stretches, uh, whether it's um, on the YouTube video that I linked or one that you found, or just some stretches on your own to kind of help calm your body down. You could take a warm bath. You can pray and meditate on scripture um, because, again, that's the truth. That's the source of our peace. That's what we want to fill our minds with. You could read a fiction book, a nonfiction book, a devotional. Uh, Again, you could journal, turn your essential oils on, turn the thermostat down. Because according to Casper.com, the circadian rhythm, which regulates the body's temperature, normally runs at 98.6 degrees. Lowering the thermostat will cause your body to have to adapt to that lower room temperature and will make you feel drowsy. So those are just some ideas that you can use for your routine. So just, you know, pick a few of them and start implementing them every night and you'll find what works good for you. And a bonus tip, I just want you to give it time. I am closing in on seven years after losing Sam, and I don't have a problem going to sleep now. I had a big problem going to sleep at the beginning, but time went on and I was able to go to sleep. So I want you to just know that it won't be like this forever. If you continue this healing process over your heart and your mind, if you allow God to pick up those pieces of your heart and begin to heal them with his love, then you will get to a point where you'll a- you'll be able to go to sleep. And it's nothing that I did. It's nothing that, you know, I accomplished with my own strength. I know it's because I allowed God to walk through this grief journey with me. And he brought healing to my heart that only he could bring. There's no way I could heal from losing Sam without him. There's no way. 
But that healing is there for you too. And if you just continue to walk with him day by day, don't think too far in the future. Just take it a day at a time. Or if you're super early in your grief journey, take it a breath at a time. Know that he's with you. He's walking with you. He will heal your heart. It'll never be whole again because in order for my heart to be completely healed, I would need Sam here and he's not. So there's always going to be a piece of my heart that's missing. So my heart will never be whole, but it can be healed. There will be scars and reminders of what we went through, but I know that God can heal your heart just like he did mine and you will be able to sleep again. These are just some tips that you can use in the meantime while this healing process is going and taking place in your heart. You can use some of these tips to kind of help you get through and get some sleep. So one thing that I could tell you to do is I want you to pick one thing that I said and do it tonight. As you start getting closer and closer to bedtime and that dread starts building up in your mind that you know you're about to have to go to sleep. Pick one of these things and do it. See if it helps. Try it for a week or so. And then if it doesn't help, try something else. Or keep that one thing that you're doing and add another thing. You know, early in our grief, it's hard to make decisions. Uh, Our mind is just so overwhelmed. That's what I want this podcast to be for you is to help kind of guide you in making these decisions that are hard. Just kind of guiding you in this direction. Say, hey, here's some ideas. You don't have to think about it. Just pick one and and do it. You don't have to come up with the idea on your own. Here's here's five things that you could choose from to, to try and help you go to sleep tonight. So just pick one and implement it and Try it for a little bit, add something else to it, change it, just kind of see what helps. And I pray that the Holy Spirit would kind of lead you to the thing that he knows will help you because he knows you and he knows what you need. So I pray the Holy Spirit would kind of cause one to stick out to you that I've talked about today and that you would implement that and get some sleep. Again, all the links of everything that I talked about are going to be on my website uh, in the show notes um, on my website. And that link will be in the description of this episode. Now go get some sleep. I pray peace over your mind. We have a promise that says the peace that passes all understanding will guard our hearts and our mind. So I pray that that peace, the peace that doesn't make sense, will guard over your mind tonight as you lay down, that you will be able to experience that peace and that rest that you need, that you'll be able to use one of these tips that I've given you to help bring that rest and that sleep to you. I'll see you next time. Love you, friends. Hi, friend. I hope this episode blessed you. The best advice I can give to be able to make it when a storm hits your life is to know who God is before it even starts to rain. I've created a free 31-day scripture calendar that will help you get to know who God is, His character. You can find this calendar plus bonus journaling pages and scripture cards all for free at unlockingjoy.com slash God's character. 
This will also be linked in the show notes. I pray the foundation of your faith will be strengthened as you journey into the heart of the Father. I'll see you next time. Love you, friend.